Welcome back to Sci-Fi, Psychological Finance. It's where psychology and finance intersect, and we continue to examine how we think, feel, and behave with money. I don't know about you, but fall is in the air. There's a level of excitement that people are feeling with the changing of season. And this goes in hand with our talk on the four points of moving you from a state of feeling financially bogged down or stuck to now feeling financially ready and empowered to move forward. So I left you hanging with the last two points that I promised I would provide. Just to recap, we talked last time about Wayne Brown's talk, Position for Progress. Again, had nothing to do with mental health, had nothing to do with finances, but I loved his point so much on how to move from a state of feeling stuck to unstuck. So I thought I would just go ahead and apply that to finances. So his first point was to change your standard, and the second was to change your source. So let's go ahead and dive in to changing your surroundings. By the way, if you missed that first podcast with those first two points, you can go back and listen to that first. So again, the third point being change your surroundings. This is where we need to get out of dodge. We know that there's something going on where a change needs to occur And this change now involves our environment or our surroundings. Financial illness doesn't just stem from listening to financially sick people. It's also triggered and exacerbated by our physical surroundings. I know for me, the way I drive home, I'm I'm always passing Bridge Street for those that are familiar with Huntsville. And DSW, big three letters on the building that call my name every time I pass by. Sometimes I have to take a different way home, especially if I'm feeling a little more vulnerable and I want another pair of shoes and I don't need another pair of shoes. My husband can vouch for that. (laughs) My closet can vouch for that. Sometimes we have to physically change our surroundings. So you might even have to take a different way to work because you're passing that Starbucks every time. And not to take any business away from the wonderful Java Cafe here at Redstone Arsenal. But if you're finding that you're not saving enough because you're spending it on a bunch of lattes, then, you know, come see me. We can find a way where you can still support MWR and the Java Cafe while feeling less guilt and putting more money into your savings. You might also be in a dead-end job where higher pay just won't be realized. This is where you can change your surroundings and start applying for jobs that are more commensurate with your skills and your, your level of leadership, those types of things. Wayne Brown talked a little bit about a story which I loved so much, and I hope you love it as much as I did. He talked about an eagle that was born in a chicken coop. It's a little funny, y'all. So hatched eagle in a chicken coop. Imagine what that must have been like. But this eagle 
just like human beings, observed what everyone else was doing and started following the same behavior. We naturally follow cues and mimic those that are in our everyday lives because we start to look at that behavioral as the norm, as the standard, so to speak. So this little eagle, not knowing any better, learned how to peck like a chicken, how to most likely cluck like a chicken and and do other things like a chicken, which meant no flying for the eagle. I wonder, and this is what Wayne Brown wondered as well, at what point would the eagle discover that it wasn't a chicken? Well, it's interesting how that happened, but before we get there, just like this eagle, some of us might be that eagle that is in a chicken coop. We're experiencing learned behaviors from everyone around us, maybe even learned helplessness. If they're not feeling hopeful about their finances, well, maybe I should also not feel hopeful about my finances. If I'm not feeling like I can help myself with my own finances, Maybe that's because I'm watching other people feeling helpless in their own finances. Imagine this eagle at some point having some level of intuition that something's not right here. Something's just not fitting. And you know what? We may have all experienced that at some point, even in our childhood, Again, I've, I've shared my story with folks coming from humble beginnings, and I'm so thankful for high school teachers in my life that saw talent in me and pointed out that talent and encouraged me to go to college instead of thinking that I couldn't amount to anything or, or I couldn't even, my parents couldn't even afford college. That wasn't even really on the table at all anyway until teachers were letting me know that here's some things that you can do to get money for college, those types of things, because you definitely don't want these talents and skills to go to waste. So that was wonderful that I had someone who picked me out from the litter and said, you know what, you're not a chicken, Olivia, you are an eagle. And at some point, too, you may have felt that with your own family upbringing and your family dynamics where you're thinking, wow, there's got to be more to this. I, I, There's something welling within me where I'm wanting to do something more, and maybe I don't have to settle for this particular lifestyle. So here's how the eagle finally discovered that it wasn't a chicken. There was an eagle that flew overhead, and the eagle was looking up at the right time, noticed the eagle, put two and two together, and started to flap its wings. So it took having another eagle to be seen, to be observed, to trigger that little eagle brain into thinking, huh, I wonder if I can do that. And there you have it. The eagle left the chicken coop. Here's why I love that story. We all, at some point, 
have lived in a chicken coop. And maybe some of us are still stuck in a chicken coop. But let me tell you, a lot of you out there, you are eagles. And I know that you know that there's something more for you financially. And and you're ready to fly. You just don't know how. Let me be the eagle that you observe to help you see that you too can flap your wings and you can leave the chicken coop. Now, I want to say... Be careful with this because we don't want to insult the chickens on our way out. <laughs> here's, here's why I say that. Because my parents, they are chickens. And they love their chicken coop. And they're comfortable in their chicken coop. They will not be leaving that chicken coop any time on this earth. And that's okay. Not everybody wants to soar like an eagle. And there's nothing wrong with that. But we all have a perception of where we can go and what we can achieve. So for a lot of us, intuitively, we're thinking, you know, this just doesn't feel like home. Financially, there's, I know that there's more. Do I want to be here in the coop or do I want to live on a mountaintop somewhere, just like that eagle? Do I want to go out and do more? Do I want to further my education, finally get the master's degree, or even finally get the associate's degree or bachelor's degree for that leg up to stop living from paycheck to paycheck? So how can we start behaving like an eagle? Well, really, that's going to be self-determined. And I, I know as a therapist, everyone already knows what they must do to accomplish something. It's just a matter of finding that motivation to do it. And that's where I become your accountability partner. But here's what I want to say. Sometimes, even when we've discovered we're an eagle, we keep flying back to the chicken coop. And we fail to remember in certain moments that we can leave at any time and that we don't have to remain there. Just because a friend has lost financial hope or a coworker has lost financial hope doesn't mean you have to. Just because a friend, coworker, or family member has gone through a divorce doesn't mean you have to. Just because someone that you know has filed for bankruptcy or completed bankruptcy doesn't mean you have to. Just because someone you know has security clearance issues doesn't mean you have to. And just because you know someone who's living from paycheck to paycheck, it doesn't mean that you have to. You get to make the decision. You get to make the choice when you leave that chicken coop and soar. And guess what? Soaring requires energy. It requires persistence. It requires some level of emotional and psychological fortitude to do the things that are scary initially and ongoing. It really does require perseverance. So just because you find that you're an eagle and you're ready to soar doesn't mean that it just is comfortable from there on out. You still have a lot of things that require energy and motivation. Now, here's the last one that Wayne Brown mentioned. After you have changed your standard, 
You've changed your source. You've changed your surroundings. Now it's time to change your status. And he talks about people who, you know, move from being engaged to married and, you know, on their wedding day, as they're on the plane, going to their honeymoon, they're on social media, updating their relationship status to married. It's exciting. It's a wonderful thing to experience when you finally betrothed or you finally tied the knot, you want to share it with the world. And so when it comes to finances, I want to encourage you to do the same thing. Once you've changed your standard, changed your source, changed your surroundings, just shout it out at the rooftops to the world. Hey, status change here. I I have moved from being financially hopeless to financially hopeful, and here's what I've done. So I laid out for you then what it means to be single in the financial world. Not single relationally with another person, but single relationally with your spend plan. If your status is single, that means you have no spend plan. If you want to change your status from single to dating, which would be a good thing, that means you're getting to know a spend plan. How exciting is that to change your status from single to dating? You're getting to know this spend plan. You're working out the details. You're living within those details. It's exciting. And then before you know it, you're engaged. You are now changing your status to engage because you are committed fully to the spend plan. You like where it is. You like where it's going. And you want to remain committed to it. And you want to show the world that you're committed to the spend plan. Maybe to your family members. Maybe to your coworkers. Maybe to other people in your life where you can share what you've learned and and spread the good word that, hey, this is what can happen to you if you just did this. If you did this with your budget courtship, at some point, you will marry that spend plan. You are now in a seasoned relationship with that spend plan, and you're planning a rich future together. Gosh, that sounds great, doesn't it? To be married to that spend plan. But listen, y'all, we all know that when you get married, it's not all sunshine, flowers, and butterflies. (laughs) After you tie the knot, it still takes work. It still takes effort. So there'll be times when you do not like your spend plan, and there'll be times when you just want to divorce from that spend plan, but stay in it for the long haul. But here's what you have to do. It's one thing to change your status or upgrade your status, but you have to keep reminding yourself and noticing when that status has changed. Because we all know that in physical relationships with people. You just don't enter a relationship and then do nothing else and expect it to be healthy. There's work, there's effort that is required. But what you can tell yourself as you move from single with without a spend plan to dating, getting to know your spend plan, to engage, committed to the spend plan, and finally married in a seasoned relationship with that spend plan and planning a rich future together, sometimes you have to notice over and over and over again that you are not the same person that you used to be. Your identity has changed. I don't have to keep overspending. I'm different. 
I can set and maintain financial boundaries with my family. I'm different. And here's what Wayne Brown says to close out his talk on positioning for progress. The reason we remain stuck is because we keep telling ourselves we're the same person we've always been or used to be. But you have to tell yourself that you are different and changed and that something different is happening every day. So you kind of have to turn your chin a little bit every day to focus on where you're actually wanting to go. And I just read in a financial book, Money Mammoth, um, just yesterday, I loved this line. He was talking about how couples, how, you know, obviously we're going to argue about money and in relationships with the people that we love the most. But when we finally get to a place, a sweet spot where things are moving along, all of a sudden there's a shift and then there's more argument. It's because a wonderful thing is happening and you are growing and developing together through life's transitions. So it's not necessarily a negative thing. And it's the same thing with your relationship with yourself. There will be times when you get frustrated with yourself that, man, I was doing well with my spin plan. I was doing all this. But hey, then another a new season came upon you. You got your graduate degree that costs a little extra money. Or you got married that costs a little extra money. You bought a home for the first time, costs a little extra money. And so you're having to constantly re-navigate, recalculate, and reassess where you're wanting to take that spin plan. Keep thinking. Something inside of me is changing, and I will be different with my finances. Keep thinking. My status is changing, and I don't have to be stuck anymore, no matter where I came from. I hope this has helped someone out there. Keep listening to the Sci-Fi Podcast. You never know when you might get that golden nugget that's going to separate you from the chickens.